Hey, how are you? It's Belen Diaz and this is the Evolve Show. And today we have another great speaker with us. She is a leadership and her name is Marcia Miatti. Marcia's mission is to empower leaders to show up at their highest. She empowers people from all walks of life, from executive to stay-home moms, to live their most fulfilled and authentic life by helping them to achieve their definition of success. Hi, Marcia, how are you? I'm great, thank you. Thank you for being here. It's my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we know it's early there, but thank you for the effort for being <laughs> in this show. That's great. So Absolutely. Was- That's one of the things about living in Perth. You kind of have to work around other people's time because we're just opposite end of like everyone. Everybody else. That's hard. It has to be hard. <laughs> so I was going to... Is say maybe we could start talking about who you are and what you do in your business and how you help other women or people in general? Yeah, absolutely. So my background is higher education and my I used to work exclusively with executives. And after becoming a mother, I realized, you know, women have really unique challenges. And, you know, we had these unique challenges before I was a mother. It just became really prevalent when I became a mother and was still wanting to have my career and all these things. And then as I did more research, I just realized that women in general, whether you're a mother, whether you're a student, whether you're a working woman, whatever it is, we have these unique challenges. We have these unique, you know, ways that we process our emotions. And I realized that I could really be of service to women. And so I pivoted and now I serve both executives uh, in terms of leadership development and I work with women. So I develop courses, online courses that help women really step into their power. And I created products that I really wished were around when I was struggling as an adolescent. You know, like I went through a really, really hard time in my late teens, early 20s. Um, and, and did a lot of drugs and partying and I didn't know who I was. And, you know, luckily for the millennials now, they grew up with the internet and, and they can contact all these people and they can really reach the rest of the world. And so they can be mentored by anyone in the world and, and it's amazing. And so I wanted to be contributing to that. I wanted to serve the next generation. I wanted to give them the skills and resources and tools that I wished I had when I was growing up. Yeah, that's totally true. And it's so interesting to see how with all of you, the speakers that we are bringing up, it's funny to see how everybody has something in common. And it's like, it wasn't always easy, right? Like it's been a development and a learning and now it's easier than ever to have access to people who can help you to move forward, right? Absolutely, yeah. That's so great. And then, so you were saying that you focus on leadership and all these things because you were having challenging as a woman in your job or like in your life in general? Yeah, I think, 
I think women have unique challenges because of our, our programming when we, when we were little. And then when we go out into the workforce, when we go out into relationships, we bring that programming in. And then we have these challenges in our life and we, we don't really know why we have these challenges. And the reason we have these challenges is because we have childhood woundings and some of them are unique to women. Some of them are across the board, but some of them are unique to women. We have programming that are unique to women. You know, many of us can remember times when as a child we were told to, you know, we are to be seen and not heard, you know, that we need to be a good little girl. And all these subliminal programming has taught us to shut our voice. These programs have, have caused us to play small and we believe that that's how we are supposed to operate in this world we're thought we believe we buy into this notion that women are in some way secondary even though we wouldn't explicitly say it's subliminal it's below the surface we are taught that by the way the difference that we raise a boy versus raising a girl and you know i was you know very blissfully going through my life until all of a sudden the, the, the programming that I had as a child was now impacting the way I showed up in the world and caused me to go through this really like dark time in my life, which, you know, was just a part of my journey. I can reflect on it now as it was so critical to my growth. But the reason I got so caught up in that lifestyle is because I hadn't healed all of the programming. You know, I personally had a, a more traumatic life than maybe some people. You know, I went through adoption. I, you know, there was abuse and alcoholism in the home. And so there was all these challenges, but most people do not have, you know, the ideal upbringing. Most of us do have that trauma, but how many of us were properly taught how to process our emotions? How many of us, you know, were really comforted and given this, the skills and the resources to evolve past our trauma. Many of us weren't. So as I went out into the workforce, I did play small. I, you know, I had these great ambitions for my career and I was really lucky in my workplace that I was given a lot of advancement and everything. But when I reflect now on it, I feel I could have done more and I could have done more, but I didn't because I didn't want to be seen as too aggressive or too concerned about my career because shouldn't I be concerned about having a relationship and getting married and having a family and all these subliminal messaging that we get as children that we carry on into adulthood. Now, maybe some women listening are saying, but I don't really, that doesn't really resonate with me because I don't really feel the pressure to get married or I don't really feel the pressure... You may not feel it overtly, you may not feel it like very blatantly, but there is a lot of um, suppressed and underlying programming that we're not aware of that only come are more evident and clear to us as we get into relationships that all of a sudden don't start working and we, under, we don't understand why. Why are we attracting the same type of guy over and over again? Why can't we advance our career the way that we want to? Why can't we have the body and lives that we want to? Like all these things all stem from that childhood programming. And so as I got older, I realized how much that programming had impacted the way that I was operating in my love life mm -hmm. in my 
business, in my career, even in my friendships, all these things. And so that's why I really started to uh, want to work with women. And that's what we do now. We really help women to go back to their childhood and heal all those wounds so that they can show up as their true and authentic selves. Because a lot of us, even though we're doing okay in the world, we're not connected to who we truly are. And that just has to do with a lot of BS programming that we went through when we were children that we still haven't got to the root of. And we really need to do that self-exploration. We, we really do need to have that self-awareness. We need to do that digging deep, that kind of like rediscovering of ourselves so that we can erase that and step into who we truly are. Yeah, that's so true and so valuable because it's true, like we always carry things and then you don't realize. And I think it's so important what you were saying, like also in your career or things like that, I actually see it just in my personal life or in general, like I, I'm in Boulder, Colorado, and it's a very entrepreneurial um, place in the United States. And a lot of our friends are like um, a couple and each has his business and things like that. But it's very interesting how men talk about business and when women do business, they treat you different, you know, like even with women, you know, even the, the women, they are supporting each other, but the way you talk about business is different or they don't mm -hmm. take it serious. And that's, I think it's very important, like the leadership part of it, right? What you were saying, mm -hmm. like if you are not looking inside of you and believing in yourself, then you're gonna play small always in your business, in your career, in your life and everything. Yes, absolutely. I, yeah, I, exactly, you hit the nail on the head men and women look at business and really look at everything differently we're just programmed and wired differently and so as women we need to honor our differences because we are we are raised into a man's world we are how we are communicated to by media how we are addressed in business world all of that was catered to men and so women it's natural for you to like actually feel a little out of place because you're actually probably more a little more connected to your feminine energy if you feel a little bit out of place in the corporate world because it's actually not designed for women. So we do operate so differently um, from men and we need to honor those differences as women and we need to remember there's nothing wrong with you for not fitting in, there's nothing wrong with you for being like, is this what I really want? Start really questioning all those you know, prescriptions that you've been given as a child and what your life is supposed to look like. You know, what I really appreciate about social media right now is that we have so many differing views coming at us that we really get an opportunity to question. Like I would really encourage the audience right now is just to question what you're doing, question what you hear, question everything to see if it feels true for you. Like another, you know, I find it funny like that there's so many people that are entrepreneurs and that's amazing, right? But I also think that we've been sold a 
this, this lifestyle of that. If you're an entrepreneur, you're all of a sudden going to have all this happiness. It's like the new model for, you know, have a family and have kids and you're going to be super happy. It's the new story. It's the new dream that everybody wants. But I think we really need to do, go back a step and do some self-awareness and some reflection and be like, does this really suit me? Does this really suit me? You know, I talk to a lot of really um, high-level professionals, surgeons, doctors, um, women in, in their field. And what I find the, the happiest, most fulfilled, successful women that I know that I have talked to, they are following their true path. So for some of them, it meant becoming a surgeon because that's who they wanted to be at their core. And for some of them, it's they they had that lifestyle and realized that's not what they wanted. That is not what they wanted. So we need to do that self-awareness to be like, what do I truly want outside of what looks cool on social media? You know, one one day the entrepreneurship thing probably isn't going to be as cool it is as it is right now. You know, a lot it's of it's easy and it's not for everybody neither. And sometimes it's much better for people more fulfilling to work in a company and being like, now they're talking about the entrepreneur. That is like the person who's working inside the company, but has that leadership to do things and improve the company from inside. So it's very, any of it. Absolutely, Valen. Yeah. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Like, and that's why we need to get to know ourselves. Like, what are our values? Like, what do we truly enjoy doing? Like, what are we truly good at? You know, and finding that that purpose and that career. You know, you do have to marry what you're passionate about. And like, but where is your skill set at? Like, we need to have a realistic, like, understanding of who we are. And this is how we develop into great leaders. Like having that self-awareness to look, okay, well, here are my weaknesses. There's no point in pursuing. Okay. For example, if you are someone that really appreciates structure, you really appreciate um, getting direction. You really appreciate certainty. There's nothing wrong with that. Those are amazing uh, awareness to have, mm -hmm. but you're probably not best suited for becoming an entrepreneur. That actually goes against what most entrepreneurs are, have to face with. There's a lot of uncertainty. There isn't always a lot of structure. You know, it's a lot of really self-guided, self-motivated. And not everybody is like that. And that's not right or wrong. That's just getting to know the individual and understanding who you are so you can go down that path. And to your point about the entrepreneurship, entrepreneurs within the organization, exactly. They, you know, organizations need that entrepreneurial spirit within the organization, within the structure of the organization, which is if you're feeling, um, you know, entrepreneurially inclined, but you don't want to take that big jump and take that risk, you can still, you know, flourish within an organization, within the safety net of the organization, within the structure of your organization, but bringing something new and fresh to the table. Yeah, it's so important on what you're saying, like just to know yourself and know what it makes you happy. Like don't follow what the rest of people is saying it's cool or it's not cool because it, it can fit you or not. Totally agree with that. And then yeah. I was going to mention something like we're talking a lot about leadership uh, and sometimes we think or for example, for me, like before, uh, I attached that with the business uh, or corporation. That's the leader, the 
executive or whatever, but it's kind of like how you are in your life, right? Like it's more how you do the leadership in your, in your general life. Would you like to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I, I love that because I also had the same belief as you. I looked at, well, I want to become a leader. I don't know why. I always just wanted to become a leader. And I thought the way to do it is I just advance in my business, in my um, you know, corporate job. And then I decided, well, if I want to become really good at leadership, I should study it. So the more I studied it on both an academic and then the personal development books, because almost every other book at the time had the word leadership flashed on it. So I was like, okay, let me just dive into this work. And what I realized is like leadership has nothing to do with the title. Leadership has nothing to do with managing people. Leadership has nothing to do with the amount of money you have. It has everything to do with your influence and inspiring people and how you carry yourself. So people think that, okay, if I become a really effective manager, if I move up the corporate ladder and I get the proper training on leadership and I do these workshops that my company is going to pay for me, then I'm going to be a leader. But then I can go home and be an asshole to my family. That's not leadership, right? So yeah, exactly. And, but, how, <laughs> yeah. But, but how, you know, how many of us would have still seen that person in the office and thought that that person was a leader because of the way they carried themselves. Yeah. So leadership to me is about how you conduct yourself with integrity and setting the example, being the change you want to be in your family, in your group of friends, in your company, in the organization you work for, in the world how like you operate at the highest level and allow everybody to follow you that's leadership that's leadership so leadership there's no constraints of a leader like you're going to be a leader at work but then you can be someone else at home leadership is across the board it's innate it's who you are you are a leader and it comes down to again self-awareness knowing yourself and knowing how to influence others and inspire others. And I think that, so I worked with a lot of leaders and organizations and it's so interesting because a lot of times, like I would get an executive client to who would want to move up a rank. So they will want to be like, either they were a senior manager and now they wanted to become an executive or they were an executive and they wanted to move up a band. They wanted to go to senior executive. And um, sometimes I'll be asked by an organization to work with a leader. And sometimes I'll be contacted directly by leader or referral. Mm -hmm. And so when I would ask them their goals, what is it you want to achieve? What, what is it? What's the game plan? It was, it was always about the title. It was always, Oh, it was your computer, something sound. I thought it could yeah, be connected. Sorry We're good, sorry. <laughs> I need to go to the gym. <laughs> um, yeah, so when I would talk about um, what they wanted to achieve, it was, it was always these, these, like, I need to achieve this rank. I need to do this. I need to um, increase our sales by this. And 
when we would actually go ahead and do the work and what we found was the resistance or why they weren't able to move up and they weren't able to hit these numbers it was never the tactical it was hardly ever the you know we just need to do these many actions or that the strategy was really off it wasn't that it was who the person was it was that perhaps their team actually didn't really trust them. There was something about them that they didn't trust. Like when we looked at their 360 feedback, we could see that there was a level of mistrust there. Or maybe their superior didn't, there was a, a misalignment with them. So a lot of it came down to their character. Sometimes it was their relationships at home were impacting their work. So it wasn't really the things we would think our leadership, like how well can you do strategy, not saying that strategy isn't important, definitely is, but it was more about how is this person showing up? How is this person coming into work and dealing with the with their team? You know, and that was impacted a lot oftentimes by their relationships at home. So leadership isn't this thing that like is at work and it's about growing a big business. It is about who are you every single day at every single hour of the day? Who are you? And if you are the same person and if you teach, uh, you treat um, the CEO with the same integrity and love and appreciation for what they do as you do the person that is cleaning the offices, you're a leader. You are acting out of integrity and people can feel that energy. And it's the people that are innately good that I find things just happen for them and they start moving up in their careers and these are the people that are truly fulfilled and that's what we have to differentiate as well we think we want to be a leader because it will make us successful but you have to marry the two we want to be successful and we also want to be fulfilled becoming a true leader within yourself is going to ensure you have both when you are a leader, that's when you have self-discipline, you have self-love, you know, you are good to other people, you have, but you have all the hard skills too of being competent at your work, having good strategy, you know, all of those things. But when you can be a true leader within yourself, you will gain success in your chosen career and you will also have the level of fulfillment that everybody truly wants. Yeah, that's so important, like putting those things together. That's really good and then i was thinking too like for the woman when you teach leadership to women especially specifically do you find out a a lot of like lack of confidence or self-esteem like what is the, your experience with that i'm so glad you asked this question because Almost across the board, what I find is people in general lack confidence, women especially. Even women that are have a good career or have a good marriage or have a, on the surface have a really great looking life, women have this underlying lack of confidence. And again, like I know I keep saying it, but I really want to plant the seed so it's so freaking obvious to our listeners is that that is not even your belief. You adopted it from someone else. Something happened in your childhood that impacted your level of self-confidence because 
we were born coming in knowing we were magnificent. Like a baby is just joyful. A baby is not, you know, paranoid. A, a baby is not self-conscious. A baby just like is like joyous in its being, loves itself, loves everybody, is so connected to source. It's just pure love energy. And then as that baby grows up, it's in, it encountered by the environment. The environment around them impacts them and our loving yet unconscious parents or caretakers or whoever, you know, un willingly really they're not even aware that they're doing it impact our self-confidence by maybe not giving us enough attention maybe yelling at us for things that weren't really our fault maybe just you know lashing out or neglecting or whatever it it was you know there's a full you know range from you know mild to very severe trauma that we can go through when when we're children but all of that all those little things that you thought maybe were not that important, maybe your your first crush broke your heart, your first love broke your heart, or your dad was not really present with you, or your mom made you feel just not that important, or maybe she scolded you a lot. All of that is impacting your level of self-confidence. So what I see in women is just these women who just want to connect. Like they're just so freaking lovable. They just want to serve. But the problem is, is that they're trying to serve from a not full cup because they don't have all the self-love for them yet, for themselves yet. You know, they want to give to the world. They want to give to their family. They want to give to their friends. They want to show up for the world, like social media on platforms and they want to serve and they should, and they, they should, they should follow their heart. But when I begin working with them and we dig deeper, I can see that they are lacking the self-confidence. And it, to me, it's, I, I, it's sad to see, you know, such beautiful women who are just, who just want to serve, who are just incredible lights in this world, not do for themselves what they would do for others, not prioritize themselves first mm-hmm. and because we were taught as, as girls you shouldn't put yourself first you need to share everything that's good little girl and you need to put everybody else's needs before yours otherwise you're being selfish and that like literally goes against universal law like if I'm feeling depleted then anything I give to you is not serving at the highest level Like if you're my friend and I'm trying to show up to you, but I haven't told you that I'm really still heartbroken over my last breakup, Mm -hmm. then I'm, because the woman just wants to serve. So she's thinking she's doing a a disservice. So let's reframe that and look at it like, if I'm feeling like shit inside and I'm trying to be there for you, like I just can't be there for you at the highest level. So if your MO is really just to serve ladies, then take care of yourself first and know your worth because that's going to impact how you show up to your friends, how people treat you in general, how men treat you. Oh my goodness. How men treat you, how the workforce is going to respond to you, how your career is going to flourish. All of that stems from your self-confidence, right? So remember who my beliefs about me right now, are my point of attraction. What I'm vibrating about myself right now are my point of attraction. So if I don't think that I'm good enough, if I don't think I'm as skilled as her or as pretty as her 
or as accomplished as her. If I'm constantly putting myself down because I don't feel like I've done enough in this world or I feel like there's other women crushing it more than me, guess what? That's my point of attraction. I cannot serve at the highest level if I keep buying into that BS story because that story is BS. We are all uniquely magnificent. We are all here with a special purpose and a special gift. And for as long as you buy into this bullshit story that you have told yourself because of the things that have happened to you when you were younger or in your adolescence, you cannot serve at your highest level and you are being called. If you are part of this um, series right now, if you've been watching the interviews by the other women, you are being called. Your soul is calling you for a higher purpose and you need to answer. And that answering is going to come down to you honoring yourself, you getting rid of that toxic garbage programming about yourself that you are not worthy of the most incredible life that you can imagine. You're being called for hire. You're being called now. So you need to do the work to step into your greatness because it's literally your birthright. You were born knowing that it was your birthright and some way along the way, someone just convinced you or maybe you convinced yourself differently, but this is your time now because you're watching this to get back in there, get to know yourself, know that divine woman within you and let her come out because she's ready and she's, ex she's excited and she wants to see the, everything that you can do, but she can only come out once you do that work to build up that confidence. Wow, Marcia, so good. <laughs> I hope all of you watching are loving this because it's true. Like, it's just your power to look into you and start doing something about it. So that's really, really valuable. And if you want to, what would be one actionable tip for the audience to start believing in themselves or working in their leadership? Yeah. Okay, so I know it's a really challenging time for a lot of people who have, you know, been in, in lockdown and, you know, our world is just so different right now and there's a lot of uncertainty. And when we're in an uncertain environment, it can cause, it can bring up a lot of emotions. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I would really invite the audience to do is to check in with themselves of how they're feeling. Start questioning your emotions. So a lot of us feel like we should be doing a lot right now. Like I need to, this is my time. Like the, you know, this is lockdown. So I need to be like hustling and I need to be going hard at it. Mm -hmm. The work is actually to honor yourself. Remember, we're talking about valuing ourselves. Don't you just sit back for a minute and just check in with yourself. Like, how am I feeling? No, how am I really feeling? And if that emotion, if that feeling is not how you want to feel, number one, don't judge yourself for it. Don't judge yourself. Allow it to be there and be like, hmm, get curious about that emotion. Be like, what, what are you here for? Okay, it's sadness. Okay, it's frustration. Okay, it's anger. Like, what, it, what are you here for? And allow that emotion to communicate with you. Once we allow our emotions to be there, especially the ones that don't feel good, they lose our, their power over us. So if it's one thing that I would really encourage the audience to do is to make their emotions okay because a leader is comfortable with all their emotions, even the crappy feeling ones. They just don't get stuck there. Mm -hmm. That's so great. Well, now you know, guys, you 
have to start doing and start like going inside and thinking and how you're feeling. That's the first step to do. And then Marcia has a freebie for you guys. Uh, we'll have it in the link below if you want to talk a little bit about it. Yeah, so I want to give the audience a free mini course on rituals. And so it's all those daily things that we can be doing to create the lives that we want. You know, it all starts with those things. What we want to do is really, you know, create all the habits and rituals that all the people that are where we want to be. And what I deliberately didn't say successful, even though I talk about success a lot, it's because success means different things to different people. So what I mean is those habits and rituals that people that are operating at their highest level in whatever field, in whatever career, in whatever type of lifestyle they have, they do these things on a daily basis. So you may not want to follow the structure completely, but these are all things that you should be doing on a daily basis to make sure that you're operating at your highest level. Well, that's great. I think you guys are gonna love it too. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much, Marcia, for being here with us. It was a total pleasure to have you. Thank you so much, Belen. And honestly, I just wanted to acknowledge you and honor you for the work that you're doing and bringing these women together. I think it's, you know, the world needs more of this. So it was an honor and a privilege to be here. Thank you.